You are listening to Announce, Season 2, Episode 43, A Brief History of a Modern Obsession. You are listening to Announce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. This little bean has been around delighting the taste buds of humans for thousands of years. What little bean, you ask? Well, we'll get to that. Around 4,000 years ago, the Olmecs of Central America began to pick from the trees pods, which contained about 40 beans in each pod. These beans were then carefully separated from the pod and dried or roasted, then brewed into a bitter drink. They partook of it during rituals and used it as medicine. Etymologists tell us that the early names for the tree and the bean that it bore meant the food of the gods. Centuries later, the Mayans made their own brew, consisting of dried and roasted beans mixed with chilies, cornmeal, and water. The mixture was poured back and forth between the containers and mixed until it became a thick, frothy and bitter drink they called Zocotalt, meaning bitter water. By the 15th century, the Aztecs used the bean as currency. They believed it to be a gift from Quetzalcoatl and considered it to be an aphrodisiac and a beverage with powers that would prepare them for battle. This miraculous little bean and the tree that produces it made its way to Spain when the explorer Cortez returned from the New World with it. Cortez stated that though he was in search of gold, the Aztec emperor gifted him with a cup of the drink made from this highly prized bean. And the drink became popular among the rich and ruling class. The Spanish version was mixed with honey and sugar to sweeten the naturally bitter taste. A century or so later, the cat was out of the bag when the French king Louis XIII married Anne, the daughter of Spanish King Philip III. Then this marvelous drink made its way to Britain and the rest of Europe. Still, it was enjoyed only by the noble class for its health benefits and decadence. Plantations were established along the equator by many of those colonizing nations to produce this valuable little bean. Then along came the Industrial Revolution. And like it did for many things, the production of this exclusive treat and the forms it was made in and its availability expanded dramatically. The masses were introduced to chocolate. The miraculous little cacao bean has become a worldwide flavor obsession. We still drink cocoa, but now we have dark chocolate, white chocolate, milk chocolate, ruby chocolate, sampler boxes, gourmet bonbons and truffles, and too many more forms of chocolate to even mention. Hot chocolate is used to warm up on a cold day. Boxes of little chocolate treats are given as gifts, we hand it out on Halloween, we throw chocolate chips in our cookies, and many of us cannot even imagine a world without chocolate. So here's the ounce. Our world values the rare, the unique, and the difficult to obtain. Chocolate, in the beginning, considered the food of the gods, and I suppose for many that thought hasn't changed much, was reserved for the nobles, the demigods, and special occasions. At one time, the cacao bean was used as currency. Now, chocolate has become nearly ubiquitous. It's everywhere. 
there are very few who are not now aware of the charm of chocolate. But, though it's easy to get in a myriad of varieties, it is still of great value, and even an obsession to those who have learned to love it. Chocolate, like many other things, bucks against the norm of our world, as it remains now common, but still highly valued. There is great beauty and value in many of the common things around us. And that's it, an ounce, submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, we'll be noting the one-year anniversary of an ounce. We've been pumping out an episode a week in short-form format, usually five to ten minutes each, a podcast designed to inform and entertain those of us with a short attention span. On our upcoming episode, we've got a great story about a character you might remember but probably knew very little about. Download and listen. See if you can guess who it is before I tell you. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. to get a few groceries. Do you want anything in particular? Yeah, um, could you get me some of that uh, 85% dark chocolate? Sure. And and a box of Godiva Chocolatier assorted chocolate truffles. Okay. And a sampler of Rocher fine milk chocolate bonbons. Jim, you said you were going to eat better. Are you kidding? That is some high quality stuff right there. Way better than a cheapo chocolate. <laughs> I don't think so. Good try, Jim. You're so funny. It's research. <laughs> Important research. No. Dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.